Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Pager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we're exploring a new sport of cricket. I'm joined by Akeem Dodson. Akeem, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Um, like I said, you play the sport of cricket. How did you get into it? I uh, told well, uh, myself, I, I had a unique experience of being having the opportunity of growing up in Guyana in South America, uh, with where cricket is probably the most popular sport for sure. And uh, I picked up the sport, I guess, in primary school, about what we did after school and how we had fun, you know. So I guess I picked up the game then. Uh, I guess the, the passion for the game I learned more than anything else. Because uh, I, I moved back to, to, to New York to live permanently, but it was probably about uh, 11 or 12. So I never had any uh, technical experience in the game there in Guyana. I just really learned how to love the game and play the game in school and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. So on an average day, how do you practice for cricket? I think uh, like any other sport, there's uh, for sure there's skills training, uh, endurance training, strength training, uh, meditation, reflection, that kind of thing. And for sure, uh, but you know, um, for sure, uh, a lot like baseball, there's a lot of throwing and hitting. You know, uh, um, you want to make sure that you're strong enough to throw, your body is ready to catch, and you're ready to be agile at, at, at any at any given time in the game. So those kind of things, you know, are, are, are basic. For, uh, uh, the things basic for athleticism and uh, um, training the body to, to, to excel at the, at the point of uh, at that point of where where where, where you want to right that um, I forgot what it's called the power position. <laughs> you mentioned meditation there. It's one spot that I know a lot of athletes don't always come to mind right as they're thinking about training. What is that like for you when you know you're going through that meditation? Uh, for sure, one of the one of the uh, principles of sure uh, that we learned very young about cricket is that it's you know ninety uh, percent mental, right? So for sure, it's a lot of visualization, you know, putting yourself into the moment, uh, mm -hmm. seeing the outcomes you want to see happen, and uh, then building your strength behind uh, have making those outcomes happen. Right? Now, when you're you know up to hit. What's going through your mind? What are you, is there something you're like paying attention to? Something that's, you always have on your mind? Is there anything like that? I would say if one thing is always on my mind is to watch the ball, the eye and the ball, that kind of philosophy. Because, you know, cricket is all about hand, especially batting, it's a lot about hand-eye coordination. And the ability to watch the ball all the way onto the bat is crucial for sure in batting. Uh, other than that, I would say, uh, Probably the, the concept of Malcolm Gladwell's blink, uh, the thinking without thinking, you know, that, that, that's what you usually want to have going through your mind at that moment. You don't want to be thinking about anything. You know that ball is coming and you want your body to react to the way you taught it to in, in training. Yeah, definitely. So what was it like to be able to debut for the national team at age 21? For sure, it was a privilege and an honor. It's always an honor being selected and being asked to represent your country. Um, uh, for sure, for me, uh, it wasn't actually the first time I was selected for Team USA because I was actually selected when I was 17. So finally getting the chance, the opportunity to play after about three or four years of being on the team was really, really, uh, you know, it was really, it meant a lot for me. You know, it, uh, it was a lot of breakthrough for me for sure. And, I, you know, it helped me, it helped propel me towards, you know, pursuing the sport at a more uh, serious level. 
going along with that, what is it like representing your country when, you know, you're pl- you play at such a high level, but when you put on the red, white, and blue for U.S., what is that like? What does that mean to you? You know, like it would mean for, I think it would mean, like, like probably mean for a soldier, you know, uh, you're, you're gearing up, you're getting ready for battle. It's, uh, it means a lot to have that, uh, have, wear, wear, wear your country's colors and represent that and, uh, you know, you, you're, you're an ambassador when you do that, you know, and it really, uh, it really makes, not only gives you a chance to think a lot about yourself, but thinks a lot of, think, think about a lot of the other things you do, you know, and uh, opens your mind to a lot of the other opportunities that, that might present itself to you. Yeah, definitely. So how was the experience being a part of the um, Cricket League minor league draft in 2021? Oh, yeah, that, that was, a, for sure, it was a lot of fun, but uh it was definitely not my, again, not my first draft experience. I played uh, uh, CPL in 2017 and, uh, you know, um, for sure, a draft experience is always nerve wracking, I think. You don't know where you, which way you're going to go. You've been, you've, uh, people have contacted you and you've talked with agents and things like that. But, you know, especially with the first step, especially with a draft that's happening for the first time too, you know, it's like, whoo. <laughs> but everything worked out well. I was able to stay local with the Empire State Titans in New York and, I think we had a great experience. We weren't able to uh, pull through when, it, when we really had to, but uh, we, we, read, we read, made it all the way to the semifinal. We gave a great account of ourselves, and I think we have a really solid foundation where we could build on for the future. You mentioned that wasn't your first draft. What's What was the feeling like when, you know, in your first draft, you heard, you know, hey, I get a chance to play at the next level. What was that feeling like? Wow, that was, uh, for sure, that was, that was, uh, breathtaking for sure. I mean, uh, I didn't for sure. I wasn't aware at the time that I wasn't going to get drafted. Uh, someone just someone someone uh, messaged me about. I spoke with someone about. I had spoken with a few agents about a few weeks ago, but they, they, they hadn't uh, given me a, uh, a solid yes or no yet. So I was there watching it, and it was live, and you know, uh, it was a surprise to say the least. You know, and it was definitely. <clears throat> It definitely is breathtaking. It helps. It and not that helps. It, um, it's jarring, right? You're sitting there. You know, your palms are sweaty. It's like, ooh, 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 which way it'll go? And you know, I, I came up and someone picked me, and it was uh, it was a really finally want to get picked. And then then you had to, and then after that you it's, it sets in that you need to prepare for that. You know, and uh, it's always uh, that sh- that first shock in the first couple of weeks when you get on board and you see this new system. It really, really changes the way you, you view, change the way you view your whole uh, perception of the game almost. <laughs> Between international play and professional play with, you know, within the United States, has there been a favorite country or state that you've traveled to? Um, I would say in the United States, the I love playing in D.C., in Washington. For sure, it's, it's cricket in Washington is beautiful. It's always nice. Uh, around the world, uh, I would say Bermuda. More than likely, because uh, Bermuda is probably one of the only few places that you, when you, when you, when you're a cricketer, it seems like you're a star. <laughs> like around uh, other places around the world, even where cricket is their first, their first, uh, their first, their first sport, the cricket that's their most popular sport. You know, the cricketers are still secondary to actors and these kind of guys and politicians. And we, but in Bermuda, because, probably because it's so small and they really, really love cricket more than anything else. The cricketers are the number one stars for sure. <laughs> so everybody comes out to cricket, everybody knows all the cricketers and 
It's a beautiful thing. Being a cricketer there is a beautiful thing. Definitely. So how is it getting the world record for most dismissals by a wicketkeeper in a T20 international match? What was that like? That was, that was an interesting experience for sure. I wasn't aware for sure. When I left the field after the game, I wasn't aware that that happened. We didn't, I didn't find out until the match referees came to us and said, oh, wow, this just happened. <laughs> so uh, for sure, uh, there was a lot of adrenaline in the game. I remember um, we were pumped beyond belief. I think uh, it was against Jersey, I remember, Jersey in, 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 in Ireland, uh, World Cup qualifiers. And uh, we were just running at them, running at them, running at them. And I, uh, I remember one catch specifically that I, the last catch, the, I think the last catch before the end of the game, I took off, I took off two, about two steps before the ball hit the bat. <laughs> so <laughs> I was, uh, I was in the zone that game, to say the least. <laughs> you made an amazing grab back in 2016, made it on Sports Center. Um, what was that like seeing yourself on one of the biggest, you know, sports news stages? That was uh, that, that was a great experience for sure. Um, it, you're in LA, great 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 atmosphere, great experience. Playing in LA is also a great place. To, LA is also a great place to play cricket, and we were. Uh, it was it was it was great, you know, uh, for sure. It, um, that we were just on the on the verge of you know rebuilding what USA cricket is now, what it really, what it's what it's becoming. You know, we really had a lot of plans, and we really wanted to make our mark, right? Uh, we for sure, all of us as a team. And when that happened, it really gave us that push forward, I think, to, uh, to qualify to the, to the next level. Then we, we, we finished it, we ended up finished, we finished in second place. We didn't win that tournament. Uh, we won the tournament. We, we didn't finish in, we finished the preliminaries in second place, but we won the final game to, to qualify to the next round and then move forward to, uh, you know, then back to into the next round in Uganda. We finished in, in the mid-bit table and then moved on to the table to now ODI status for, for US Sacred, you know, so it was a beautiful experience. I know um, uh, a lot happened that day too, but uh, it was great. It was great. Uh, after, in the moment, it was great. Then after seeing that on SportsCenter, the, 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 the few days after, I didn't, then the, I didn't, I didn't realize how, uh, how big it was myself because we were still there trying to play and play the tournament. It was not until I got back to New York and everybody was talking about it and showing me and uh, it went crazy. <laughs> now you have a very interesting nickname um, for a cricket player. How did you manage to get that nickname? <laughs> I got that a very long time ago. Um, uh, I guess uh, Jamaican, Jamaicans, I grew up a lot, running a lot of Jamaicans and uh, that's what they call a troublemaker, right? Uh, spooky, right? So um, uh, I remember I was about 14 and a half my first time joining this club and um, they were uh they had a club meeting and after the club meeting they were playing dominance i mean i didn't say i remember i didn't say anything the whole night but i remember by the time they started playing domino i was in the middle of it and i was talking more than anybody and the captain of the team that at that time was uh, uh he, he also played for team usa and he was a captain for team usa orlando baker he gave me that name he, he looked and said look at this little spooky and and uh it stuck since then, and since then they've been calling me that. <laughs> like we have our podcast here, you have one of your own. Um, give yourself a little shout out for it, and talk to me a little bit about what you talk about on your own podcast. 
All right. Well, it, ju it just debuted. Actually, I was, uh, um, I was actually uh, after you guys reached, reached, had reached out to me and I saw you guys were anchored to it. Just, I was like, I was kind of surprised. That's what I was really looking forward to doing this podcast as well because I was just in. I was still in the. I actually still in the midst of making the podcast and putting it out and doing everything else like that. But for sure, it's about. Uh, for sure, the podcast is about cricket, but it's about what we call hardcore cricket. Uh, hardcore cricket is our is our cricket philosophy. Where we grew up here in New York, uh, for sure, it was not always easy, especially uh, a while ago, trying to be a professional cricketer. When uh, you know you had to work, you had to go, you had to go to classes, you had to do everything else you had to do in order to just make it right. So trying to find time to practice, it was always hard. Find time to find the find time to give yourself the drive you need to be that kind of cricketer was hard for sure. But, uh, you know, we thought, we thought about it in that, in that mentality. Yeah, hardcore cricket was our mentality, you know. Uh, those five mantras, like I talked about those five mantras, these core principles are really, it's really uh, of how, we, how you build a growth mindset uh, for your, in the way you approach your, your, your game, you know, and for sure that's what it's about. Because a lot of times things don't go the way you plan and you have to be able to, push past those barriers and fail forward a lot of times, you know, to be the cricketer or be the person you want to be, you know, so that, that's, what it's a, that's, that's what the five mantras of hardcore cricket about and uh, hardcore cricket in itself and this cricket philosophy that, um, that we practice and teach here in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> now, what, what would you say have been some of your favorite or best memories from the sport of cricket? Uh, I think, um, let's see, favorites, I would say, uh, for sure, I think that that same when when I took that catch that went in Sports Center, that was definitely one of, one of the best. But uh, I would say probably the best came that same day. Uh, we met Mick Jagger that day. Uh, Mick Jagger showed up to, to the game there at Woodley Park, and he took time to come over and meet us and took pictures with us and stuff like that. I think that's probably the single best memory of cricket, uh, getting to meet the Jagger for sure. <laughs> Cricket obviously isn't, you know, one of the biggest sports in the United States. And one of the things that people try and do with, you know, smaller sports is provide awareness and try and grow the sport. What do you wish to tell people about the sport of cricket and why they should get into it? I'd probably say, uh, what, you, what I probably want people to know more than anything else is cricket is a lot easier than they think, you know. <laughs> a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people see the game and hear that there's all these rules, but thinking, oh my God, it's so hard and you can't play, but really it's just a bat and a ball. You hit, you could, you could, you could, you could say how many runs the, 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 those hits are worth by yourself. Okay, you know, forget the rules. Uh, throw the ball, hit it, and have fun. That's what cricket's all about. Now, who would you say are some of your role models in the cricket world and also in life? I would say in the cricket world, I would say probably uh, Jack Russell, uh, an old uh, English wicketkeeper. He's probably my, my who I modeled my career after the most, my biggest role model. Uh, Adam Gilchrist from Australia. Um, maybe someone like uh, Chris Gale from the West Indies, those kind of guys. Uh, those are probably my biggest role models. And uh, of course, my father. My father's probably one of my biggest role models as well, Dr. Lyndon Dawson. He's definitely been a big part of uh, you know, inspiring me towards any kind of ambitions that I've had as a, not only professional, but personally. You know, so big shout out to him as well. Other than cricket, 
if you have any free time, you know, what can we find you doing? What are some of your hobbies or things to do in the free time? Um, I would say dancing. Dancing is probably one of my biggest hobbies. <laughs> dancing, karaoke. <laughs> I like a lot of arts and crafts, a lot of artsy stuff like that, uh, woodworking, that kind of stuff. I like to keep, I like to keep myself busy. Other than that, I also, for sure, uh, I work and I, I, I like to keep myself involved in businesses. I own and operate a clothing line and a, a cleaning company and I write poetry and things like that. So I like to keep myself my, myself busy, body and mind. You know? <laughs> I got to ask, go to karaoke song. What can I hear you singing? Go to? Go to karaoke song. I would let's go to is uh, go to for sure for sure. It's uh, I gotta sing it too. I just gotta tell you. <laughs> I don't care. You I mean if you want to sing it, you can sing it. <laughs> okay, the go to would probably be uh, what's the name of the song? The name of the song is go to best one. I would go to is Magic City. Magic City, uh, Bujubanta. All right, all right. <laughs> um, one last question here. So for any like future generation cricket players, what would be one piece of advice you would give to them about coming up into the sport? I would say uh, give yourself a chance. You know, give yourself a chance to grow and become the cricketer you want to be. A lot of times, especially when you're in a system that's also growing, you know, that's uh, when, when cricket in, in the United States, it's something new, you know, we're just becoming, the, uh, we're just at year one for minor league, uh, USA cricket just acquired official, official uh, one day international status and things like that. So, you know, give yourself the time to, to grow and, and learn learn the game and, uh, and, and excel, you know, for sure. Don't, don't limit yourself. All right. Well, like Ethan said, that was the last question we had for you. Once again, you know, thank you for taking some time out of your day and uh, jumping on the podcast with us, getting to know a little bit about you and the sport of cricket. All right. Thank you so much for giving me the time. Uh, um, good luck, guys. I, I look forward to hearing some more of the podcast. And you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Ethan, you want to head us with the outro? Sure. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Pager. And I'm Jared Miserak. And we are signing off.